My people, my people, my people, welcome back to another episode of I Don't Want to Say Grace No More podcast, where we get down to the business and have fun. We've been wilding out for the last couple of weeks, but here we go once again. So let's jump off into this business spotlight. Tonight, I want to go ahead on and give a shout out to Jay Hughley Realty. She's here in Birmingham, and she's not playing around. If you need a house or anything, hey, reach out to Jay Hughley Realty. That's you can reach her on Facebook at J A Y H U G H L E Y. That's J Hughley Realty. All right, y'all. So let's hop off into this stirring the pot topic for tonight. Y'all ready? Yes, absolutely. Oh, hold on. I apologize. I'm being rude. First off, let me introduce our guest that we have. Returning, we have my girl Lily. How you doing? I'm good. What's up? What's up? What's up? We also have my man, Maestro. What's up, people? What's up? And we got a special guest coming in today, my boy, LBJ. Hey, how y'all doing? Hopefully y'all doing great. Hopefully y'all enjoy this this podcast. I know it's going to be great tonight, so I'm I'm excited. All right, y'all. Well, this stirring the pot uh, topic tonight is just going to get into something a little deeper, something to give you something else to think about like we usually do. And it is spirituality. Ah, let me say that again. Spirituality versus religion is one better. So I don't know. Well, you probably don't know. My background, I grew up in the church, was a minister and all that stuff. And then probably around 2014, somebody introduced me to a man by the name of Dr. Barry Shango. And I said, and I watched videos on him. And what he was teaching me was about the spirituality behind the book. And it led me to look into a lot more stuff. And, you know, fast forward, here I am now. I don't actually um, deal with religion. I deal with more spirituality. So today I want to have, you know, um, someone coming from a religious um, side. And that's why we have my man LBJ. He's a pastor. Um, and everyone else, for the most part, is uh, on the spiritual tip. So let's get into this, uh, you know, this conversation. You want to start off with anything, LBJ, or you want us just, you know, go at it the way we need to? Yeah, let, let, let me let me clear something up, I guess. Um, I'm not big on religion uh, because before religion existed, God did. And so um, I believe I believe in spirituality. Um, I just believe in spirituality in a different way uh, than what people take it, I guess. And so I'm not big on religion because I understand how powerful religion um, can deter people from the true spirit of the matter. Um, and so 
Yeah, I don't know about the religious part, <laughs> but I I got you, I got you. Okay. okay, okay. I mean, you know me. Hey, like I said, because of my background, I can teeter totter. I can actually play devil's advocate. I don't know if that's a good a good um <laughs> you know statement to say during this particular <laughs> podcast. But <laughs> devil's advocate right? is always great. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Right. Yeah, no pun right. intended. Well, for me, for me, the biggest thing that I've I've seen, um, even as it pertains to culture and humanity, um, the reason I kind of stepped away from religion is because I was looking at it and seeing that it was used as a tool to control. Mm. Now, um, as it pertains to spirituality, it is so freeing. Um, it gives you strength and it also you it takes your mind to a different level of understanding. And so that's why um, you know, I because I was in church for so long, I mean I literally was, you know, shaking when it came to this and got to the point where I was angry and I went through all these different phases and now I just feel this freedom that I feel because I understand that, you know, whereas I was taught to look outwardly for God I am God and God is in me. And so therefore <laughs> nothing is impossible. So I just sit back and I enjoy life to the fullest. You know, what's funny is I'm going to add to that because the way that I, I came about um, coming out of a uh, quote unquote, the, the church and not, not the, the building, the church, um, is um simply I, I fell into a, a deep depression like maybe 2013 and I mean it lasted for a couple years um but I had no idea what was going on with me and it wasn't until I want to say 2016 2017 it's I, I, I fell asleep I woke up and I I don't remember in my physical what what happened while I was asleep but when I woke up, I went to the living room and I told my husband, I said, um, I don't believe in Jesus anymore. And that brought a conversation between he and I. And it wasn't that I didn't believe in Jesus. I didn't I don't believe in what religion told me or yeah, what what religion told me Jesus was is. You get what I'm saying? Um, oh, my goodness. What, why you say, so, oh my goodness. I, I say that I say that anytime people you know make that statement because I feel the same way and the way that I put it is one I wasn't there but based on what the book tells me how he was and the things he did I can at least try to model my life behind that because there are principles behind that so as it pertains to me just going off of what someone said, and then even when it comes to my studies, they talked about 13 different deities that came prior to him with the same attributes in the story. Very similar. So that's yeah. that's why I say what I say, but yeah. and, you know, I try not to argue with people. But you know what's funny is I know um I didn't I didn't have my depression issues until I started teaching and I mean I teach English um so essentially I teach them how to think and so in teaching them how to think it opened more doors for me to um grasp more understanding and think more critically about you know the moves that I made and why I made them and 
it it really was eye opening because just like you said earlier, you know, everything that's outside of me, um, somewhere inside of me, that's where the idea came from. Everything starts internally before it's manifested physically or outwardly. And so that's what led me to go on a path of just like, okay, um, like with teacher English, um, you know, I teach allegory. And, you know, allegory is just simply, um, you know, metaphors for other things or principles or laws. And mm -hmm. so I started looking at Jesus not as this person that this Bible told me it was. I started trying to figure out or figure in, I should say, um, mm -hmm. how does Jesus, how, how, how does he work inside me? Um, and so, I mean, for me. I, I don't want to get too deep into <laughs> into that, but that's kind of where where my path led me. That's good. Uh, well, that's good. I, who, who, I, what I want, I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead, go, Maestro. I I go after uh, you. Okay. What I want to say, what I want to say, and I and I, I'm sorry for cutting you off, my brother. Um, what I want to say is what we what when we have when we're having this conversation, one thing we need to understand. First and foremost is uh, your faith. So one one reason I, I don't necessarily like, I like debating with facts, but if someone says, you know, well, I don't believe in the Bible. To me, it's pointless to have a debate because, you know, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. what usually happens is people are not going to, see what you're saying it's a faith it's faith-based so when we when we look at the bible we have to analyze it from a spiritual point of view two the older i get i realize religion at the end of the day they have different principles but in my opinion they all have a similar purpose um they all have the ideology of getting closer to god the creator and they all have rules that how you govern yourself so you can be a better person. Uh, my issue with religion is, you know, who's to say who's right and who what's good, what's right and what's wrong. But they all have a common person, uh, common purpose, and that is to help you be a better person. So to me, if Allah could make you a better person than Jesus Christ can, or Jesus Christ can make you a better person than you know, whatever you believe in, that's what I'm all for. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not one to, when we're having this conversation, it's, I think we should have it from a perspective of an open mind to, to say one, being spiritual is better or being religious is better. Y'all get what I mean? I definitely get what you mean because I don't knock, I don't knock anybody for um, how they come about getting to their spirituality because we all have our own purpose. Um, and we're not going to experience life the same way. So I definitely agree with you on, you know, I don't bite. Like, I know I taught in Kuwait and, you know, they are very religious, faith-based people. Um, and my boys would often come to me and they would, they would tell me how their religion works. Um, and what, from their stories, um, like you were saying, I, I don't feel like the principles are different. I feel like they're exactly the same. Um, and because they're in different languages, it may seem as though 
their different principles. But when we have those conversations with people outside of um, what we know, um, then you can begin to, you know, uh, put the pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah, that's, that's good. And I, I definitely agree uh, with you on that, my show, when it comes to, you know, if I, I'm not that tight to, you know, want to debate um, if you believe in the Bible, if you believe in Christ, you know, I'm more of um, I believe in Christ because I feel like Christ was a great example um, and his principles. Um, the scripture says Christ in you, the hope of glory. And so um, a lot of times when it comes to religion, I just I actually I've, I've seen I've seen all sides of religion. I grew up in the church. Um, we came from a Baptist background. My dad started a church 25 years ago. Um, he transitioned actually on this day two years ago so that he had already been kind of um, grooming me to be the next pastor of the church. But my, my I believe when Jesus was here, he had to deal with the Pharisees who were religious people. And so Jesus didn't come to preach a religion. Jesus came to bring right. the kingdom of God. And so exactly. and so the first the first thing that Jesus taught on in his his first word he ever says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The word repent in the Greek means to change your mind. And so a lot of times um if people have a religious mindset, then they feel like they can go to church, uh hear a good word, get some goosebumps, and go home. But I I'm totally against that because I believe that people should be changed from the inside out. And that's what Jesus that's what Jesus taught, especially when it came to the Pharisees. The Pharisees had the law of Moses down to the to the T. They tied their mint cumin, all of that. I know I'm going a little scripture on y'all, but Jesus was like, I want you I want you to show love and mercy more than I want you to do these other things. Now, now I'm not coming to knock the law. I'm not coming to knock the prophets. I'm coming to fulfill the law and the prophets. So Jesus came to um, restore kingdom order, which is what God wanted before a religion even started. Mm-hmm. And so when people understand that, because I've I've seen that I've seen the nasty side of religion, and my my dad has gone through some experiences that he's told me. Um, and I, I'm not able. I'm not. I'm not able to say that on air, but. Um, I've seen that nasty side of religion. So I understand how religion's rules can push people further away from the faith. You know, um, in in speaking, I'm sorry, sorry. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You you were speaking, it's a delay, I apologize. Um, So it's funny that you say that because um, uh, of course, again, in teaching English, um, there are word studies and um, by teaching English and the fact that it is a mud language, it is a mix of a lot of different languages put together. Um, even when you said um, repent and that being the Greek for to change your mind, that's where I feel that God resides for me. Um, just simply because when you look at the word kingdom, that that broken English language left mm-hmm. off the E, it is, you know, the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is a um, it's a mental and spiritual war, um, which is why I tend to lean more towards spirituality. Not that I knock mm-hmm. religion because I do still read my Bible. And, you know, there are a lot of gems 
that are in the Bible. I just honestly believe um, that the where the 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 cross or the the real battle or the nasty side of religion falls is that um, most people. I won't even say most people. I say some. Some people feel that religion is the rule to go by, but have you gone out and spoken to God with yourself? You know, I just remember learning, especially in history, when you know there was no Bible. You know, the 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 priests and you know of the Catholic Church were teaching the people, and again, that's someone telling you what to do. But I mean we have free will. So it, I feel like it's left up to us to mentally go to God and say, look, this is what it is. Because I had those conversations. Um, with God. You could, people would say you say you're having the conversation with yourself, but it's not. Um, you know, he does reveal things to me, whether it's through another individual, another physical being on this planet or through a circumstance or an experience through life, he's constantly speaking, you know, to my mental because without my mental, my physical wouldn't move and act and do the things that it does without my mental. And so um, for me, it's more of a spirit thing because we all are divine beings dive to you know divide so we're not just physical beings we're also spiritual beings too and you know it is it comes to a place where we have to balance the two because you know you can't I mean you yeah you have a spirit but you're having this physical experience for a purpose that satisfies that satisfies God's plan his whole total plan that includes every physical being Okay, well, let me let me break this down for y'all. <clears throat> I got two points. Um, for me, for me, you know, my mindset sees religion as man's interpretation of God, and I feel as though if they would teach it in that way, alongside with the <clears throat> with how you were talking about doing, Lily, mm-hmm. I feel like it would empower people instead of the way that they use it now. Where in essence it's used as a drug. I think I heard um, LBJ talk about how people kind of you know do what they want to do throughout the week, and then they come get their fix on Sundays, and then go back to living the way they want to. And right. to me, I, that that was always my issue as it pertains to the church. Um, I love the congregation because again, principle from the Bible where two or three are gathered, you know, there's power, you know. So therefore, you know, if, if we can get people on the same subject. And or, or mindset of growth instead of just being there to, you know, appease their fear. That, that's something that I do. I do feel I feel like a lot of people go to appease fear and um, we get them with a mindset to move forward with their thinking. I think religion could be a good thing. Um, also, when I think about spirituality, I think about the movie Avatar, not the one with the not with the one, not the one with the airbender, <laughs> the one with the blue people. Yeah, and how it awakened me so much to see how they use their tails to communicate with the animals, or even go to the tree, and they show how that tree touched everything, and everything touched that tree. So I don't, I know, you know, we we've been raised to say God is a He and all of this extra stuff. Personally, I don't know, 
but I do understand that in this universe that we are all are connected humans animals microorganisms everything yeah. so we must be mindful of all of this stuff and understand that again principle the tongue has power so we are one we are gods two we have the power of god and with our mouth we can speak things into existence yeah. so if we have if we go to church with people of like mind and use religion in the way it is supposed to be, I feel like we can have powerful people walking this earth and creating things to a different level. Well, I believe, right. you know, that's well, really good. Like that's, I'm glad you said I'm that. Sorry. It's a it's a delay. <laughs> it's a delay. It's all good. I just want to add this point in. I believe um I believe we're we're getting ready to hit a reformation when it comes to um church in general. Um because God has just been speaking to my spirit. Because first, first off, when God created us, he said, let us make man in our image and likeness. Now, God was not speaking to the physical being of man. God was speaking to the spiritual as spirit, spirit yes. to spirit, right? <laughs> and so since he was speaking spirit to spirit, right. what we lost with Adam, we gained. See, see, this, this is my belief. What we lost with Adam, we gained with Christ because Christ wasn't trying to come and restore. He, when when Jesus was here, he wasn't like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna start Christianity and we're gonna do this. No, he said, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's that's that was the prayer. And so I believe there's about to be a reformation that happens when it comes to church. And I believe that it's gonna go more to a community based feel. Um, it's gonna go more to because the first church. The reason it grew so big is because they had relationship with one another. And so I agree with that. When you have relationship with, with one another, then that's when growth can happen. Because you can say, hey, look, you're messing up in this area. And you can say you can you can be open to receiving um, instruction as well, because that's what it's about. We're here to help each other become better beings um, so that we can truly love people. Because a perfect love casteth out fear. And so a lot of times people go to church, like you said, tease their fear. But when you really have a perspective of love, because the opposite of love is not hate, the opposite of love is fear. So when you operate from a from a perspective of love, then you're going to go with a different mindset. You're not going to go up with a mindset of, oh, man, God going to strike me down if I don't go to church today or if I don't pay my tithes, God right. going to strike me down. That's that's not the type of God God is. God is a God of love. You know, God is a God of, of peace. You know, God is a God of wholeness. And so when we go with that mindset, then we can really tap into who we truly are, which we are gods, which we are gods. So also another thing I, I wanted to um piggyback off of. I, I lost the I didn't lose my thought. I forgot what I was piggybacking off of. Oh, when you were talking about Avatar, you know, and you said in other organisms, well, essentially our physical being is an organism. You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. if can, um, and I, okay. So science a lot of times leads me to a lot of uh, my spirit, um, just knowing how this physical body works. Um, I, I can see, um, again, that allegory, you know, in the scripture, I can see that with how the the body works um, on a scientific level, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
So when you said that, that really touched and that brought that back. I'm like, yeah, because those were a lot of the, you know, it just, it, it went from a lot of different places. But again, I had to go to uh-huh. a very low point in order for, you know, for me to say, because right. I grew up in church, like, uh, you know, like my God daddy, who is my daddy, um, like I was, I can remember being six years old and he, we sitting at the table. He's like, come on, we finna have, we finna have Bible study. And I'm like, but I can't read. He said, that's all right. I'm gonna help you. You know? So I, I literally grew up in church. Um, so when I, I, I just, I, I remember having that conversation with my husband and it was like, Oh my God. Like how, like I felt weird and repulsed when I actually, when they left my lips, because these were just thoughts that were lingering in my mind. And I had to get it out. Um, and that's what kind of led me down the path of spirituality. But I am glad that I had that <clears throat> because I I can't commune with God, you know, um, that dwells in me. Um, I know that. That's not a belief. I know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but just the fact of um, just knowing how science works, how the brain works um, with the pineal gland even like I'll sit outside and I just look at the trees and when um when you were speaking on you know us being connected it's like and showing love it's like the sun don't be like man I don't feel like coming out today you know (laughs) he just do what he gotta do just like the tree the tree might say man I don't feel like sitting here all day I want to move but he doesn't the tree stays where he's needed you know and that is love you know I might not want to do it you know, but I know I have to do my job so that everybody else can right. benefit and manifest and become these you great know, creators. I um uh, I play piano for church, uh, even to this day. Um I'm I believe myself to be more spiritual. But one thing I've seen through the vast uh church amount of churches I've played for is sometimes we will take human experiences that we, you know, bad experiences we go through at the church and we blame God for that. Um, When you talk about free will, you know, God does give us free will. So if you're attending a church where you do have a pastor stealing money, you know, that's the classic thing, right? Pastors taking money. Well, it's unfair to say all churches are like that unless you've gone to every single church in the world. So I think uh, one thing, one in order for us to get a true understanding of church, we have to stop applying that um, our experiences to every church because all churches are different. Even the good ones differ from other good churches in good and bad ways, but we, we got to stop uh, forecasting that. Two, um, A.O., when you spoke to different deities, we also have to, in my opinion, we got to stop characterizing God because we can only characterize God based off of our understanding, our human concepts. Just like if you go back to the Egyptians, they didn't really believe that uh, Anubis was a a jackal and half man, half jackal. They use what we call personification because that was a way that they could explain it to a child because children don't understand spirituality like adults do. And that's the same thing with uh, if we even look at Jesus Christ, the flesh really meant nothing. It was the spirit. So even if you want to go back and look at the story of Horace, 
that's the exact same story of Jesus Christ. And that that's what strengthened my belief in God, because there's no way that something outdates something, what, 2000 plus years ago. And it's identical every step of the way from the virgin mother to everything. It's just different names. We personify we personify mm -hmm. these events when we put, you know, names with uh, what happened when it's actually just the spirit. God, the Holy Spirit cannot be personified and well, it can be personified, but there's no general personification. The Holy Spirit, I believe, speaks to each and every one of us differently. So for us to to, you know, say that, oh, well. The Holy Spirit is this and God is that. I mean, I think that's unfair. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. Um, like, when, even when you, even when people say the Holy Spirit, I don't even see what, what I've been taught. I don't see H-O-L-Y. I see whole, the word whole, like completeness, you know? Um, and so when you do take on, like, I, I, I know for me, it's a lot. I know it's because I teach English. So I look at words a whole lot different um, um, than a lot of people do. Um, so I, when I hear it, it's like, I don't want right. to see it. I want to hear it. You know what I mean? Because when you hear it, it's speaking to the spirit. When you read it, that's that physical, you know, that flesh. And of course, with us being in this physical world, um, you know, you'll take a different right. meaning to it. So even when you say holy, it's like whole, complete. So that doesn't just mean me. That doesn't just mean you. That means every single entity, spirit, organism, whatever word you right. want to put on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It entails us all. And we're all, like you said, like Avatar, we're all connected. And mm. we all have our own purpose. Yeah, and once oh. we get to that mental state, you know, and walk in our own purpose, you know, then we can see what what God's vision yeah. is, if that makes sense. Well, see, and 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 throughout throughout my studies, one thing that I've seen is that, um, for me, the issue that I've seen more so is Westernized mm. religion. Um, every everything everything for the most part everywhere else it's more so not even necessarily a religion it's a lifestyle that they leave to they, they talk about when it comes to being one with nature and all that stuff and that's when i was able to actually see you know a lot of people ask me about the bible i read it for the principles and all that stuff but my bible is nature it was here before us and it's gonna be here <laughs> after us uh, I, I like i said i feel as though if people would get back to nature and then sitting back you um Lily, you talked about purpose from what i've seen and again I'm, i might be wrong but it's just from my perspective i feel like everyone has the same purpose and that's to live life to the fullest that's why we have free will we can live life to the fullest and when we do that you find out that we all have this unique um thing where we've touched each other life all three of us are on this or all four of us are on this conversation today because we all have somebody in common. We've been in each other's life at some period of time. So, you know, this conversation to come uh, come together, go out and touch someone else because we're living our life to the fullest instead of just being timid and shy and allowing these societal things to lock us in. So I, that's why I feel like everyone has the same purpose. And if we all do what we're supposed to do as it pertains to living life to the fullest, I think it will 
shape the fabric of the energy that's put out there and create a whole new world slowly but surely. Yeah, I agree with that. Les, Les Brown yeah. says this. Um, Even when you say Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, it's, a good, it's a great conversation. Les Brown, uh, Les Brown says this. I'm an I'm a avid reader. So he says, um, live full, die empty. Um, and I believe, this is what I believe. I believe that there's two specific, there, there's two wheels when it comes to God's will. There's God's general will, which is found in his word, when it's found in the word of God, uh, principles and all of that. And then there's a specific will, um, because like, like AO said, right. we all, we're all connected. We've all been in each other's life at some point in time. Um, mm-hmm. and it's all through one person. And so that specific wheel, how I affect you see a lot of times. And I just, I just taught this today. I just I want to say a few things. I just taught I just taught this today. Um, I just did a series called Flip the Bag, and basically, um, it's talking about how you know the the saying now is secure the bag, right? Secure the bag, secure the bag. But the principle in the Word of God never taught in the Bible never taught us to secure anything. It, it taught us to flip it, you know. So the one who had five, the, go back to the story with the talents. The one who had five made ten. Um, the one who had two made four. The one who had one secured the bag, and he had nothing. And so, um, ultimately, I believe that um, we are here for a purpose. It's just, it's just connecting with yes. Holy Spirit because Holy Spirit is going to speak to us what the purpose from God is because they're all one being, right? The Trinity: God the Father, God the Son, God Holy Spirit. If that's what you believe, but it's going the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, however you say it, W H O L E Spirit is whole. You know, it's it's no, going, you, it's going to it's gonna speak to us. Yeah. And so it's gonna to speak to us our specific will. And we are that's what I wanted to say. We are basically living epistles. So people may not read the Bible, but they may read your life because a lot of people read your life more than they read the Bible. And so right. we have to make sure that right. we are good stewards over our time, our talent and our treasure, because when we are good stewards over all of those three things, then we're saying to God, God, thank you for this time. Thank you for this talent. Thank you for this treasure. I'm going to steward it, and I'm going to live to the fullest so that people don't see just my light. People see people's, people see my light, and they glorify you. And so that's what it's about to me. Well, you know, I, honestly, uh, to another thing, I, I I do agree with, um, you know, we have our own purpose. I, I, as a matter of fact, I'm not even going to say a belief. This is what I know. I, and, and I'm speaking for me from, and this is my spirit speaking now, y'all. I know for a fact that we all have different purposes. Um, just simply because nothing ever exists without its opposite. And so while we, for the most part, everybody wants a good life and they don't want to experience right. ups and downs, you know, that's, that's our heartbeat, you know, a machine reads our heartbeat up and down. So you'll have those high points. You'll have those. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Some something going on in the background. All right, come on. All right. So um, you know, you'll have those ups and downs for a purpose. And some uh, sometimes those purposes aren't necessarily for you. It's like you said, um, <laughs> I, I don't even know who said it. I think it was LBJ. I think it was LBJ. Um, you know, it's it's for someone else to read that story because I know for me, um, a lot of stuff that uh or experiences I've had 
are because or I've been um, quote unquote saved from because God allows someone else to come in and share that experience with me. So if, you know, I came across the same situation, it's like God be like, look, you already know what to do. You know what I'm saying? I've already, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like that. So, you know, your what you go through might not necessarily be because of you. It might, you know, just touch someone else um, and allow them to move differently or think differently. Um, and hopefully that different way is, is leading you to your, to your spirit, you know, so that you move and act and talk um, in love always. You know, that's good. That's real good. Yeah, that's good. And also, uh, just on topic for our listeners, the from my experience, um, and all of you guys are saying some really great things, but when it's asked um, religion versus spirituality, we must separate the difference because they do intertwine. Because to me, you cannot have religion. You shouldn't have religion without some spirituality. But nowadays you have people that are more tied to the religion when all religion is, is just a specific set of organized beliefs and practices. Um, And it's usually shared by a community, which tells me geography plays a lot. Like I grew up in a missionary Baptist church. I can't tell you, I can't, I can't tell you what, what defines it as a missionary Baptist church? I just know that's on the big ass stone outside of the church. You know what I'm saying? I'm just Man. being honest. I can't, I can't, I can't tell you what that means. I just know it. Um, I play at a non-denominational church now, uh, which to me, um, non-denominational has grown into a religion of its own because a lot of people like to say, "Oh, I'm a non-denominational church," and they what they're saying is. I'm not like we're not like other churches, which to me, you shouldn't be a part of a church to be different from other churches. You should be part of a church to grow closer to God. Not saying that you need a church to do that, but some people do need that influence from a church. Like I got my own beliefs, but I'm not going to knock church because as a musician, church has definitely boosted my confidence. I grew up playing in church. I will never uh, talk bad about the church because I wouldn't be half the musician I am today without the church. You know what I mean? Um, my spirituality just gives me a better sense of self. Um, also with spirituality, it's more of a, like, uh, she said, I do apologize. I don't mean to call you she, but I I just didn't want to say the wrong name, but, um, you spoke to an individual practice. And I think that's something that needs to be emphasized because the way, you get in touch with your inner spirit may be different from how I do it. I lean on music and a Mm -hmm. lot of people who claim that they're Mm -hmm. spiritual, I don't mean to step on toes, but if so square up, you know, they say, well, get sage, you know, it's like you get sage and listen to this and do this. There's no, if we're all gods with, uh, if the spirit of God dwells within all of us, we we're all, we all there's no formula if you get what I'm saying when it comes to spirituality. Right. It should be yes. different. We should learn from each other. Just like you know, you may give me a recommendation you do to meditate. I may can give you a recommendation. It shouldn't be organized. And that's what separates spirituality from religion. 
Religion is practiced by a community or a group. No spirit, nobody's spirit should be the same mm-hmm. because we were all designed, as we all agreed on, we were put here for different purposes. And I think a lot of times. Right. We all have the same physical makeup, but that spirit yeah, your is spirit something should different. Be different. Because if we were all the same, yeah. then the person that created us, we're, we're initially, <laughs> you know, the not person, but the the how we the creator who created us, it's a slap in the face. Uh, I personally believe in God. You know, I don't believe that I was a molecule that just came out of the middle of nowhere because with my human thinking mind, I had to have come from something. Um, Descartes, a famous philosopher, says he believes in the uh, I'm not sure. I hope I'm quoting the right one. But anyway, he believes in the watchmaker theory. Man made watch man created watch watch come from man well man is here man exists we had to have come from somewhere so that's just my that's just my belief on it and also for the listeners one last thing just because i want to get this out there because i'm sick and tired of people saying this just because somebody may say they don't believe in god or believe in jesus or whatever it does not mean not necessarily that they are an atheist. And I say that because I told the guy that I was more spiritual mm-hmm. and he called me an atheist. He's like, you must be an atheist. And I'm like, how the hell do you not know what an atheist is? An atheist means, you know, and then he said something along the lines of, you know, you might, he called, no, he called me a devil worshiper. And I'm like, how can I be an atheist and a devil worshiper at the same time? I never understood that. Yeah. What's so, um, wow. you know, somebody, what's so interesting is this, um, <laughs> people, um, people use that word atheist, right? But they forget that theology, the word theology, um, has to do with belief in, you know, spiritual being, God, you know? So when people say stuff like atheist, um, I say I am atheist. What is athe? What is atheist? It is a person who believes in the existence of a god or gods, uh, specifically of a creator who intervenes in the universe. So we're really people are really using that atheist wrong, atheist word wrong because if you break it down, a slash theist, um, you're saying that you believe in a god. You know, so I believe I believe a lot of people um, they've been church hurt. And so what has happened is they've allowed, they've turned that pain into, um, into unbelief or they turn that pain into, they turn a pain of what somebody did in organized religion. Um, and they turned that against, um, you know, just, it, it just, it just wrecked them, you know? So not a lot of people are mentally strong when it comes to that, because not a lot of people are mentally strong enough to handle church hurt. And so we, we have to, um, we have to grow past that. We have to love people regardless of whether um, they say they believe in God. They say they believe in, in Christ. You know, I don't. I don't believe in arguing with someone who has these far left opinions. I just believe in loving them and letting my life be an example, and, and them being like, "Wow, it's something real different," you know, about them. You know, so that's that's what it's about at the end of the day. You know what. Especially dealing with that pain um, and the the simple fact that they, they have been church hurt 
um, I just, I feel like, because I've, I've never experienced that. I mean, when I was growing up in church, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like that at all. So I don't, I don't harbor any bad feelings um, when I say this, but even with church hurt, I mean, um, that pain is still a mental pain and they have to deal with it. However, um, they need to deal with it to grow past it. Um, and so to just stay in those, um, those feelings or emotions, which is energy in motion, you know, is they, they, they have to, um, they have to come to terms with it and everybody will do that um, on their own. Some may take a couple days, months, years, however, um, but loving them um, as they are, as you said, um, I I do feel like that is the first step um, for them to move past um, you know that that church. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna challenge both of y'all. I don't believe in church hurt, and I'm gonna tell you why. Why is it that the church is the only place that is held to a high standard where everything has to be perfect? Um, if you go to Walmart and you have a bad experience, people go back to Walmart. People get killed, shot, and killed in clubs every day. And people go back to the club. I'm going to tell you why I think church hurt is a big thing. And I'm not saying it, it necessarily don't exist. I believe that when it's used from my experience, when I hear people say church hurt, what I hear is I failed, you know, an obligation to my spiritual beliefs. I failed the obligation to my religious beliefs. And as an excuse, I'm going to just stay away from all church. And I'm going to stay away from anything that has to do with any, I guess, organized religion because I slack. The thing with church hurt is most people, what I found, and this is just me, is people are inconsistent with their own beliefs. Because, well, go ahead, brother. Well, let me, let me, let me, um, you know, step in there as it pertains to church hurt. Um, For me, for me and what I've seen is it's similar to how people get up in arms when police kill people. They hold them to a higher standard. So, of course, you know, everybody know they shopping at Walmart, Walmart trash. They know the club trash. They go to this place for sanctuary and to be treated in a certain manner that, you know, because even even the um the hardest person out here doing the most reckless stuff in their mind, deep down, the church is a place of sanctuary for them. So when they go there and be treated the same way, it it affects them in a manner that it wouldn't affect them at Walmart or at the club. So that be that's that's the only thing I'm saying. Why is the church? Because keep in mind, these same worldly people, including myself, also you know go to the church. Although I'm I'm a musician, but I'm speaking. We all they go to the same people who the cops that kill folks, the dope dealers, all them people are all those personalities are also inside the church. I understand what you're saying when mm-hmm. you say uh, the church is supposed to be this place, but also uh, Walmart is supposed to be a you know uh, a place where they don't tolerate a lot of stuff. That's why if something go on with Walmart, you call the police. You get what I'm saying? I think with church, church is unfairly presumed as people are fake. I think church it can be unfairly presumed as people are you know, not who they say they are. So a lot of people go to church looking 
for flaws. And when they find them, then they, oh, yeah, see, I knew, you know, that's that's kind of, in my opinion, it's unfair to kind of attack the church. And I'm not for, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm very spiritual, but I'm also learning to, again, devil's advocate. Oh, yeah. And I understand that too, right? I, I, again, I, I've seen it. I, I get what you're saying. That's that's why I said, and I, right, I just right. use the word church hurt because that's what LBJ used. Um, hurt is hurt. It doesn't point. matter where it comes from. It could be from your mama. It could be from anywhere. But it's the fact that there is a lack of love. And that's what that person in that moment needs because it's just like, um, it's just like a husband and wife. You know, when the good time's good, they good but when they bad are you still gonna be there you know it's not a matter of making the situation better just knowing that I have you know regardless of whether I have a lot of money or regardless of whether I have a job is the love there will you show me or give me what I need to keep me motivated and help pick me up so that I can now be peaking mm. instead of in this battle yeah, and that's another reason when I'm talking about religion, a lot of time as it pertains to church, religion usually come off with this pious attitude towards people. And therefore they have this mindset as it pertains to it. And if you, if you teach from a human perspective, knowing that we have flaws, even if you see or something happens at church, then you understand, okay, we all are humans. Let's see what we can do to fix it. But when you come off with this pious attitude, towards people and then you do yeah. this type of stuff that's how it turns into this big reaction so you know i i understand what you're saying but i again playing devil's advocate you know i i i, I can i've been there done that and seen all this type of stuff happen yeah i get yeah, but i, I, get, I get what it. you're saying and you know it's um a lot of times when people are hurt that way it's because it's continuous you know um like my depression had absolutely nothing to do with lack of love like you know, my people love me, you know, um, regardless of whether I have or I don't. Um, but it's just it's just the fact that it's so consistent that they don't it the love is so inconsistent that it becomes and like Greg said, is it's that, you know, you put yourself out there is that come one, come all, you know, heal you, you, you just like us, you know, but I know for me, um I got to a place where, because like, I'm like this super perfectionist, like it gotta be right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and what's funny is because I saw the flaw in that myself, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I realized, you know, like, girl, you need to stop because everything not going to be perfect. But that was me. Everything had to flow and go a certain way. And so instead of me, you know, just riding the wave right. and learning what I could from things not being so perfect that's where you know it came to the point where you know whatever I think like for myself it's like well if I think like that somebody else does and what it, it helped me to become um not that I'm not a compassionate person but it helped me be more compassionate um to quote unquote wrongdoing you know it's just a matter of trying to get to the understanding of well why did this person act like this um what what is it that's going on and from understanding becomes growth. You know what I mean? Like you can build on growth. Yeah. So check this out, yeah. So let me let's let's get ready to wrap this up. So um LBJ, can you um leave us with something? Um, you know, what what are your, your yeah, final um, thoughts that you want to leave the people great, with? Uh this is great, 
this back in 1966, there was this great artist named uh, Dion Jackson. And he, he made this song called Love is What Makes the World Go Around. At the end of the day, um, religion, if used to control, that's not out of love. But when you tap into the spirit, because God is a spirit, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is also love. So at the end of the day, God is looking for love. And um, I, that's, that's what I want to leave, leave the listeners with, you know. If you go to church and experience church hurt, understand that it's not it's not God hurting you because God loved you too much to hurt you. So I want to leave the people with that. Lily, what you got for the people? Um, I'll just say um, with spirituality, you must um, master yourself. And I say that from my own experience. So um whenever you're going through those hard times you know take a minute and just commune meditate be one with God and just try to use that as a stepping stone to pull yourself up um so that you're not easily hurt or it makes you shy away from finding your true purpose um in your spirit sounds good Maestro? Yeah, so to the listeners, man, I just want to say um, do what works for you. Um, at the end of the day, as LeBron, not LeBron, <laughs> LBJ, I'm sorry. I'm LeBron, not used to hearing man. that without saying LeBron. But uh, well, as LBJ put it, um, God is a, a God of love or, you know, um, it's no don't allow people to determine your faith and or spirituality. I encourage you all to invest time into learning the difference between religion and spirituality and come to your own conclusions. Uh, don't run with the first thing somebody said that made sense. Seek. Um, working at Toyota, I learned to, uh, Mazda Toyota, excuse me. I learned a lot of Japanese and they believe in a saying called Gichi Genbutsu. And what that means is go to the source. You know, if somebody tells you something, dig deeper and go to the source for yourself because I believe that's how a lot of misconceptions about the church and or spirituality come about where somebody has taken something and they ran with it so that's my thing uh, go to the source of all of your research okay my people listen <clears throat> spirituality and religion they run hand in hand we are spirits live in a human condition. Do not allow religion to put you in a fearful state. Mm -hmm. Understand it. Use its tools as necessary to grow and remember that you are a spirit. Learn about who you are. Allow your powers to grow. Touch people. Change people. You change and grow with yourself. I said spirituality versus religion for a reason. Just a spark of conversation. I always knew that both can work together hand in hand. So my listeners, if you will, take what was said, do what you need to do, take your due diligence. And as the word would say, study to show thyself approved. All right, we out. I don't want to say grace no more. Have a good day. Peace.